If you're presenting yourself with confidence, you can pull off pretty much anything. Katy Perry Welcome to Confidence Boost. I'm your host Naomi, I'm 17. Together we go on a journey. We are talking about all kinds of problems you and I face, as well as actionable tips and strategies which you can implement in your daily life to become the girl you always wanted to be. Today we're discussing 22 signs of low confidence. You and I, we want to be confident, classy and elegant. In order to be so, we need to find out where we are right now. Where is my confidence level right now? Am I as confident as I thought I am? Listen carefully and check if you can recognize yourself. Be honest to yourself because without admitting and being aware of our own behavior, there will never be any improvements. When you search for a flight for Bali, you can only find the right route if you give in your current destination. Based on where you are currently, it will show you the right route. Let's get started. First, you don't ask for what you want. I think that is such a common thing and it really shows that you're probably not confident in asking or you're scared to ask or you think it's impolite to ask. And I can totally understand that. I was really often in that situation where I thought that people must know that I want this, um, but they don't. People cannot read your mind and also your, your closest people like your parents, maybe they can guess it sometimes and we all know that, you know, that, uh, that face um, of your best friend and you both know what it means, but it's not with everyone like that. So if you want something, try to go out and ask because how do you want to succeed in life when you don't ask in your career in relationships in school and since I just go out just go to people and just ask them so many things just came to me and I, I was thinking yeah they're gonna react like no or really like they think it's weird but no it's just only me feeling uncomfortable no one else so try and go out and ask for what you want. Second, your body language. Body language to watch out for includes fidgeting, fidgeting, playing with our hair, rubbing our neck, rolling your eyes, etc. Um, I mean, we all know that person, you just look at them in a uh, when they have a presentation in school or something like that and you just know that they're so uncomfortable like they're doing something with their feet all the time or with their hair or playing with like a pen and it makes like everyone around them nervous and they may have like a really good subject but just because how they present themselves you just pay so much attention to them and not to what they say and then you think it was a bad presentation because it made you feel bad, it made you feel nervous, it didn't make you feel excited. And the same as when you just in school and you see people who are like look down all the time or like very crunched together or um, yeah, the more space a person takes in for how they sit, how they walk, it shows confident, confidence. So try to 
have a good posture, um, sit good, walk good, and just watch outward. And I know it's not that easy because your subconscious regulates it and it's according to how you feel. But just to see a difference, just look at the people around you and analyze them. Like, how are they sitting, walking, talking? How much space do they take in? And see what impression it gives you of them. And then analyze, analyze yourself. Like, what are people thinking about you the way you're sitting right now and the way you're walking right now, which vibe do you give up? Do you give up? Do you give off? Yes. And body language is one of the most interesting things. Uh, we're going to go deeper in that subject because it's so interesting. So watch out for your body language and other people's body language. The third point of my list is use negative self-talk. Amplify negative stories in our minds instead of being our best cheerleaders. If you are really unconfident with yourself, it's, it's because of your thought patterns. If you think all the time, I'm so ugly, I'm so fat, I am so bad in this or that, it produces actually really chemicals in your body that make you feel unconfident. Like emotions are just a chemical reaction basically so if you think all that then of course you're going to be unconfident and that is probably a reason why most of us are unconfident because we are like a hater like imagine your friend is going to scream at you all the time you're so bad you're so you're so ugly you're so bad in this or that um you have a pimple like all the time you wouldn't be friends with them anymore because it's so toxic but you are doing that to yourself and People have around 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day and most of them are negative and most of them are basically hate against yourself. So if you do that, then it's a sign that you're not confident and it's because you do that, that's why you're not confident. You are too afraid of sounding stupid. Have you ever been sitting in class and you wanted to say something and but you were scared that like what other people might think about you or that it might sound so stupid so you don't say it and then like your friend you just tell them and then they just raise their arm and they say it and it's right and the teacher says oh my god it's so good good job Naomi and you're like I knew that too I, I told you that but you were too scared to take a shot like just try it just say it because you were afraid of sounding stupid and this happened to me so often especially in math class um i was always scared what i'm gonna say because everyone i felt like everyone was so clever and math was not my favorite subject so i was really so scared and If you're afraid of sounding stupid or afraid of how others might react, then it really shows it's a sign that you have low confidence. Fifth, you pretend to be somebody you're not. I think we are all guilty of that and we are all doing that and in some way we always were 
kind of a mask even though we don't do it on purpose we do it subconsciously uh, because we try to fit in and but if you were like really want to belong to a group and act and say things just to fit in and you're scared of saying what you really mean and you disagree then it's probably because you don't feel confident and you're scared that you're not a part of the group anymore if you don't think like that when I remember like sometimes I wanted to be friends with people but like I just I was not on their vibe so I was like trying to say something which I thought with I, I, I didn't thought it's funny but I knew that it's probably something they're gonna like and yeah it just shows that you're not confident and you, you don't stand up for yourself and be yourself You assume others are better than yourself. When you are in a situation where you don't feel comfortable because you don't believe in your own abilities, then you always think, oh yeah, the others are better. And the funny thing is, the others probably also think that the others are better. So everyone thinks the others are better. And if then someone thinks I'm really good in this and really own their own abilities, then this is the person who's going to succeed and stand out even though he might not be the best but he's going to perform the best because of the way he thinks because the way we think creates a reactional body actually it's really a chemical reaction so therefore we're going to feel and act like that because our nervous system are getting specific signals so if you assume that others are better than yourself then this is a sign that you have low confidence. You worry about other people's opinions. Yes, we all do. Because we're social creatures, so... But if you really worry a lot about other people, think like just when you walk out of... I say if you walk out of your room because I'm in boarding school so there are many people or if you just walk in school or on the street and you feel like people look weird at you and like you're really thinking all the time about what other people think and every action you do is like what are you gonna what are they gonna think about me I remember like my plate broke at some point and like it was quite funny and people were looking at me it was like in the school eating hall dining hall and so there were like i don't know 70 people and i thought it was really funny and i had no problem with it and like someone else asked me don't you think that's so embarrassing and like i would feel so ashamed or, or something like that and i was like no i think it's really really funny where's the problem about it but oftentimes when something happens to us it's not that we think oh yeah this is bad we just think oh what are other people gonna think about this and if you do that then this is a big sign um that you're not confident and you're not owning who you are and 
but we all do it like if you do it don't don't feel guilty or something like that because even the most confident people probably do that at some point but if you do it excessively then this is something you should work on you constantly compare yourself with others so imagine you're running a sprint and you look all the time to the left and right you're getting slower and lose energy because you're looking to the left and right and you're not focused on your running on your sprinting and why do you look to the left and right because you want to know that you're the best that you're winning right now but why because you're not totally confident that you are winning you have to look for for reinsurance and look that you're really right and that's why you compare with others because you want to know that you're good and you want to feel good but then when you see the other one is better then you feel bad about yourself and you only feel bad about yourself because you're not confident you're not 100% sure that you are amazing that you are good that's why you compare with others you fear criticism so in school we always have these presentations that we have to present a subject in front of the whole school uh, not the whole school the whole class and at the end there's always like a Q&A question round and answering and you have to answer to the questions and they should give you feedback and i think what most of us always said or always say is yeah you spoke clearly and loud and i really liked it <laughs> And, but the teacher always wanted us to give like criticism so the others can learn something out of it. And when you were standing in front of there, were you panicking about the questions they're going to ask you because you're not sure that you can respond to them? Or you were scared of the criticism or the criticism really hurt you? It's probably because you didn't feel comfortable and you didn't have the faith in your ability to answer these questions appropriately. I remember that I was always so scared and I hated this part because often I just spoke about subjects I didn't really understand myself. So if you can relate to that then this is also a very big sign that you're not confident. Especially when the criticism really really hurts you because it doesn't have anything to do with you as a person and if you would be super comfortable in what you're saying and saying it with confidence then it wouldn't hurt you in that way and you wouldn't be scared because you know you're worthy you know you're good you know you're a pro if they ask and you cannot answer it then it's okay but if you're really panicking about it yes then it shows that you're not confident Ten, you snap back aggressively to criticism. So if you then get criticized in front of the whole class, then you really like aggressive or I mean you don't have to scream or anything like that, but a little bit bitchy in the way you articulate yourself and the way you just the way you say it and the wise of tone you say it. It's because you feel attacked and you can only feel attacked when you're not 100% sure with yourself. Because if you're 100% sure with yourself, 
you do not care about what they say and it doesn't hurt you in that way because if you're sure then of course they can have a um, different opinion and you can hear it and maybe you like it and you can take it for the next time or you just leave it and it's okay it's fine you don't have to justify you because you know that you're good but if you really like two weeks two days later two weeks later still mad that your friend gave you criticism in front of the whole class then yes it's no good you feel the need to justify yourself for everything so when you're then standing in front of the whole class and someone gives you feedback and or gives you a tip what you could do better next time and the teacher says, yeah, only listen to it and don't say anything. Do you really feel the need that you have to justify why it happened like this or that? Or why the text is like this on this page and on the other page differently? Do you really need to justify yourself for everything? Or why are you too late? Explain everything always. Yeah, because of this or that, I'm late. Or yeah, this happened to me because of... <laughs> I can relate to that so much because I always had the need to justify for everything because I wanted the others see it from my perspective and that they can understand it and of course it's not my fault like yeah if you really have that need then this is a big sign you make excuses or blame others so when something happens to you, are you okay with saying, oh yeah, that was my fault? Or are you always blaming someone else? It was he or she, because of her, I don't have the project finished. Or this happened to me. There was a traffic and this and that, and that's why I'm late. And always these, you blame others. It's never your fault. And... I think we're all guilty of that. I, I have done that a thousand times in my life and I'm probably still doing it. But to take responsibility for your actions is so important because the person who you give the responsibility for it, the person you blame, she has that power, he or she, because if it was her fault, then you cannot change it because she has to change it. But if you can see that it's your own fault, then you can change your own behavior. And that is something so powerful I understood. And that's why I really like to take responsibility because it's easy for me. I can just change it. It's so much harder for me if I need to accept that it was her fault because then she has to change her behavior and that is hard. It's so much more work if I need try to change someone else. But it's easy to change myself. I have control over it. But then I also have to put work in it. And that's what most people don't like. And that's why they blame others and have excuses because it's easy. And most people do it. So it kind of seems normal. But it is not. And it's really bad. And you will never get successful if that is one of your habits. You do not trust yourself and your judgment. 
do you always have to ask your friend if this is the right decision? Can you not just do it and you know that you make the right decision because you trust yourself and your ability to do so? Do you always send your friends, can I write this to him? Um, can I buy this online? Uh, can I post this on Instagram? Look, does it look good? Then you cannot make decisions for yourself. And I used to do that all the time. I told my best friends everything. They knew about everything. <laughs> Nearly every chat I wrote with him, like a boy, um, I sent it to them. And then I asked, yeah, can I respond this or that? Or yeah, can I buy this online? Is Do you like this dress or this dress more? I cannot decide. Then I sent them 30 pictures. Which picture should I post? This or that? And I never could do decisions on myself, on my own. And I was so used to it. And I thought it's so normal. And I thought, yeah, it's best friends goals. And, but it just means that you cannot make decisions on your own and you don't trust yourself. And I realized that later in that moment, it was so normal for me. I, I thought it's just normal. So do you trust yourself and your judgment? Or do you always need to ask someone else? You seek people's approval. We all do. Because we are social creatures. But do you seek people's approval in everything you do? When you have a good grade, do you have to tell everyone? And want to hear that you're good. If you achieve anything, are you telling it everyone all the time just to hear that you did it good? Are you always wanting, kind of fishing for compliments? Why is why are you doing that? You're doing that because you don't approve yourself, and you're not hundred percent sure that you're so good. And you just want to hear from others again and again because of course it feels good we all know that it feels good if we get approval of people like us if people think that we're amazing but you only need it in like too much and big amounts if you don't give it to yourself because if you approve yourself and if you compliment yourself and talk very good to yourself then you don't need to hear it all the time because you know that you're pretty. You only need to hear that you're pretty from everyone all the time to feel good about yourself when you don't think yourself that you're pretty. You do not like to be in charge. Of course, this also really depends on personality types because extroverted people like it more than introverted people and all of that. But still, if you're not comfortable in being some kind responsible for something, for a specific outcome, then it is because you don't trust in your ability. You're not confident that you are going to master this. And I see that when 
people who are not confident and just like small responsibilities for example being responsible for the music in gym class or being responsible for a party or anything like that they don't want to be in charge of it because they want to don't want to have the responsibility because if something might go wrong it's their fault and they don't feel confident in doing that so are you feeling confident in taking responsibility and it doesn't have to mean if you're really introverted it doesn't have to mean that you're now presenting in front of other people all the time everything but just being responsible for something because you know that you're confident you you are confident you're gonna master this successful because you trust yourself and because you trust yourself other people do so too and that's why you get more and more responsibility in your life but if people never tr give you some kind of responsibility it's because they don't trust you it's like if you don't trust yourself i'm not gonna trust you either because You're not even believing yourself. Why should I believe in you? I have no reason for it. You find it hard to take decisions for yourself. Like in point 13, you do not trust yourself in your judgment. We kind of talked about it already. If you feel it's so hard for you to take decision, decisions, then it's probably because you do not trust yourself and you're, you don't want to be responsible and it's just so hard for you. And why is it so hard for you to make a decision? Because with a decision, there comes a specific outcome and you're responsible with it. And if you don't like it, then you're going to blame you. But if you cannot decide where you're going to go for lunch today, and you say, yeah, your friend can decide, and then the food is bad, then you can blame her. It's easy, but if you decide it, then people can blame you, or you can blame yourself. So are you confident in making decisions? And do you stand up for your own decisions? You panic and get overwhelmed overwhelmed at crossroads in your life. When you change school or you finish with your you finish with school, you have your degree and now what? It's a crossroad in life. So something really changes in a big scale and you're not in your confident environment anymore and you don't have your daily life like you used to. It brings you out of your comfort zone and it's not that comfortable and if you're not confident then you're probably really scared about it because you're gonna worry in the new school do I have do I'm gonna find friends are they gonna like me am I good enough for the school are my grades good enough are the teachers gonna like me I don't know maybe I'm gonna fail maybe I'm gonna be an outsider If you really have struggles with 
new beginnings, then it's probably because you're not confident and you don't believe in yourself that much that you're 100% sure that everything will be amazing and you will master it. Because if you're going to be sure that you're going to find amazing friends and you're confident that you're going to have the best grades and you're confident that everyone will like you and everything will just be awesome, then you wouldn't be fearful. If you're confident that after school, when you're finished with school, you have your degree and you're confident that you find a job or the right university, then you're not scared because you're confident, you're relaxed because you know the outcome is going to be amazing because you are doing it. But if you're really scared and really feel very bad about it, very anxious, then it's because you're not confident about the future, about what's going to happen, about yourself. Are you see yourself struggling or are you struggling at crossroads in your life? Just think about it. Are you? And be honest to yourself. No one is going to hear what you think right now. So just be honest and answer that question for yourself. Bum, 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 bum. Amazing. Now you heard me singing wonderfully. <laughs> um, yes. Amazing. By the way, amazing is my favorite word. Amazing. Okay, 18. You don't go alone somewhere. Have you ever been in a restaurant alone and sitting there and just eating for yourself in peace? Or, I mean, it's just as simple as going to the toilet alone in school. I really mean it. I know we're girls and sometimes it's nice if like someone goes with us, but do you always like ask someone, do you want to go with me to the toilet? And if they say no, you're super disappointed because you don't want to go alone. <laughs> Or boys probably won't understand that, but it's actually really an issue. <laughs> I remember in elementary school, my friends always wanted to go with me to toilet and in the toilet. And I was like, no, I just want to be alone. Um, yeah, but anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, can you go somewhere alone? Do you have, do you do some activities alone or just if you go to a teacher and ask something, can you go to him and ask him alone or does you ha does your friend have to stand next to you because you don't want to do it alone? And I actually, when I think about it, I've never been in a restaurant alone. I should definitely do that. Yeah. Because we're so used to doing things with others. But it actually takes confidence to just sit there and eat on your own. And some people might think, well, probably when I'm going to sit there in a restaurant alone, I'm going to worry, oh, what they're going to think about me. And all of that but probably they're just minding their own business and eating their own food and that's it but if you always have to go with someone somewhere you cannot do it alone i mean why do you want that your friend is next to you when you ask your teacher a specific questions a specific question because you probably don't feel comfortable 
and confident. You say yes to everyone. I'm sure you know the person who says yes to everyone. Can I have your lunchbox? Can I have your pen? Can I have this? Can I have that? Do you want to do this? Do you think, do you, or do you agree with me that boys are so mean? I don't know. They always say yes to everything. You could say a very stupid thing and they're probably gonna agree to that because they're just saying yes. And that's why you don't even value their opinion because they always say yes. Do you always say yes? Are you that person maybe? I know it's hard to admit if you're, but no one is hearing it, only you. Because why do you say yes to everything? Because you're scared of saying no. Because especially when you train the people around you that you always say yes, they're gonna be so shocked when you say no. If if I ask you if I can have your pen, I don't know, in school, and you always say yes, and that's why I get used to it. I maybe even forget my things on purpose because yeah, I know you're gonna say yes and I can have yours. So, and then you say no, I will be so, so shocked because you always said yes. And why do you always say yes? Because you want them to like you? Because you want to be accepted? You, you just don't feel confident in saying no. Because then there's, then you show resistance. And of course, if you show resistance, the reaction of the other people won't be always nice. Are you always saying yes? Are you that person? Twenty. You accept or really easy give in to blame. So when I blame you for something and I'm maybe very mad and maybe very mean, you're you're just gonna give in at some point or feel guilty even though you haven't done anything and you don't want to make a big show out of it so you just say yeah it's okay I, I did it or you just accept that people treat you that way and you don't react and set clear boundaries that that is not okay and that you haven't done that why are you doing that because you want to avoid trouble and probably because you don't feel confident and you don't want that anyone hates you or has anything against you because you need their approval. You want that, them, that they like you because you don't even like yourself. Maybe? Are you? Because then it makes a lot of sense why you want others that they love you and always are nice to you. And then you just give in because you want to avoid the problem, the uncomfortable situation because it's uncomfortable for you, because you just don't feel confident. 30. You're unable to accept compliments. Oh, it's super, super weird for you. And you feel so uncomfortable that you would love that no one even complimented you. 
because it's so uncomfortable but actually you like it because it feels good yes if you're unable to accept a compliment then it's probably because it goes against your belief that's why it makes you so uncomfortable because if you think that you're not pretty and someone says you're so pretty and in front of other people and you're really believe you have the belief system and your belief system you have the belief in your brain your brain is structured for that neuroscience but we're going to talk about that at some point your brain is structured for it and programmed that you believe you're not pretty and then you're going to hear that you're pretty you cannot really accept it because it's against your belief you have it feels good because it's a compliment It releases dopamine. But it also feels so uncomfortable because you cannot accept it because it's against your belief system. The other way, if you're if you know you're super pretty and someone says you're pretty, you can easily say thank you because you're in your brain you're like, thank you, I know. <laughs> Or sometimes you maybe say it if you're really confident. And are you able to accept compliments? Ask yourself, are you able to accept compliments you give up too soon are you giving up too soon if you want to achieve something and you stop a specific pro project or anything you give up too soon in the gym or with your body because You haven't seen training results after a month. Or you give up your crush. You really have a crush on someone and you really, really like them. But you give up because he's out of your league. He's too good for me. You give up because you're not confident that you can do it. You're not confident in yourself and therefore You're gonna feel like that, you're gonna behave like that. And then probably the result is gonna be that it really looks like your results, they speak for yourself, that you're not good enough, that things are not happening the way you want it to be. But it's because you think that way. Are you giving up too soon? Are you giving up like short before you actually could have been there at the goal so to sum it up the biggest science of low confidence is your body language you pretend to be somebody you're not you worry about other people's opinions and you do not trust yourself and your judgment you seek people's approval you don't go alone anywhere And you don't go alone anywhere. You say yes to everyone and everything. In the next episode, we're going to talk about 12 signs of insecurity. You and I want to be confident, callous and elegant. In order to be so, we need to speak confident and clearly. So we send the right signals to, an, to our environment in order to get perceived as that confident, classy and elegant lady. So join me in the next episode. I'm waiting for you. Talk to yourself like you would to someone you love.
Brene Brown. I hope you enjoyed this. I would be so happy if you post today's episode in your Instagram story and tag me so your friends can listen to the podcast as well. Believe me, you would be so annoyed if you get super confident and they're still insecure. You find my Instagram in the show notes. To see them on Apple Podcasts, you just have to swipe up. If you're very sweet, please write me a positive review on Apple Podcasts. I really appreciate your effort. Remember, you are a confident, classy, and elegant girl. Getting what she wants. Much love, Naomi.